They say patience is a virtue. Today, what we're going to do is really unpack what it looks like to be a patient husband in marriage and how that is an art form that you can start to develop. So stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Husband Coaches Corner. And yes, today we are talking about patience and when your spouse needs time to breathe and to grow a little bit, overcome some situations. So I'm not going to take any more time. We're just going to dive right into today's episode because as beautiful as marriage is, sometimes we run into challenges. And I say sometimes loosely, we're always running into challenges when we're married even when we don't expect to have a challenge, something pops up and our patience is going to be put on the test or put to the test, I should say. One of those challenges that we sometimes run into or some challenges, I should say, that we run into our wife wants to take some time to go think about it, meditate on it, breathe a little bit before some things get worked out. And we as husbands sometimes can not be as patient as we need to with our wife. And that's what we're really going to be talking about today. I got three key points that I want to like kind of drill in, so to speak. And hopefully this is going to resonate with those of you out there that are having challenges with being patient with your wife and understanding her space and time. So the very first key point is understanding the need for space and time. Now, we have to acknowledge that every person is unique. Your wife is unique. I'm hoping you acknowledge that. And that's the reason why you married her, because if she was the same as everyone else, then what made her stand out? So I think you can acknowledge the fact that your wife is unique. There's a reason you married her. And for those of you who are listening that are engaged or you're thinking about proposing, understand that your fiance or your girlfriend is unique. And there's a reason why you're either deciding to propose, thinking about it, or that you actually took the action step of proposing. All right. So acknowledge the uniqueness. That's important because we all have different needs, regardless of if it's you and me or your wife or whatever, we all have different needs when overcoming challenges. And that's going to really play into the way that our patience is going to play out in our marriage. All right. If your wife needs time and space to deal with stressful situations, you have to understand that and accept it. And give her that time and space. Now, we're going to talk about how much time here in a second. Uh, but it's important that you identify like, okay, my wife, whenever we go through a, a tough situation, she needs time in order to go and think about this, to overcome it, to become better, to become stronger, to become wiser, and really to get her into a mental space where she can have a decent conversation about whatever the issue is. One of the number one questions I get is, well, Chris, how long should I let my wife have this space and time? Well, I can't prescribe an exact amount of time, but 
fill out the situation. And I recommend you don't go any longer than three days, depending on the circumstance. Now, in our marriage, I try my best to stay within a 24 hour period. If my wife needs some space and time, I try to stay within a 24 hour period and then I bring us back together and say, okay, we got to talk about this. And it's going to be messy sometimes when you come back together to talk about certain things, especially if there are deeper pains or wounds from either things you've done in the marriage previously or things that have come into the marriage before you two even got together. That's a thing that many marriages deal with. That's normal. It's not one of those things where you should be like, oh, man, see, our marriage is all jacked up because you had this issue before you came into the marriage or I had this issue before I came into the marriage. Look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Whenever we get married, we bring our past hurts, our past pains, plus our past pleasures and our enjoyments into the marriage. We mix it with our wife and that's what we get. And then when you get married, you go through this refinement process, which that's really what the space and time opportunity is allowing is for that refinement. And when you go through this refining process, you start to figure out like, okay, do I really need to hold on to this thing from 15 years ago? Do I really need to hold on to this thing from my teenage years? And you start to let things go so you can build your relationship with your wife. And down the line, after you've done this process time and time again, you will start to become a more cohesive couple. So 24 hours is how long I personally recommend in my marriage. And my wife knows this. So if we have an argument or a challenge or an issue, a hurdle, an obstacle, whatever it may be, if we agree like, yeah, we need to take a little bit of time and get level headed, we're coming back within 24 hours. Most of the time I try to come back within the same day. Now, I know that there are some men out there where there are challenges where you don't have the opportunity to come back the same day or within 24 hours. So you got to figure out how to make that uh, that bridge the gap between this space and time with you and your wife in a 72 hour period. If you start going longer than that, it gets a little bit tricky and it becomes almost the norm of your relationship and you've, you've let it fester for too long. If you leave things that are untreated for too long, it can start to decay and eat away at your relationship. And that's the reason why we want to address it quickly. Now, when we talk about communication, you have to be clear on what the space and time looks like. And that's something you should probably establish with your wife early on in your relationship, or at least before you break for whatever the issue is. So challenge comes up and she says, I need space or I need time. Then you say, okay, let's come back in a day or let's revisit this discussion 
in two hours after we've had some time to cool down. There's nothing complicated about this. It sounds silly, but when you and your wife are committed to building your relationship and you're committed to loving your wife through all of the issues, coming back two hours later or a day later, two days later, whatever it may be, you can actually have a decent conversation as long as both of you have taken some time to really think about it. And when I say think about the issue uh, in that space and time, because this episode isn't really focused on that, but I will give a tip. When you are taking space and time, both of you should be thinking, what is it that my, uh, so both of you should be thinking, what is it that my husband or my wife is thinking about in this circumstance or causing this issue to come up and that's what you should be looking for is gaining understanding of each other's perspectives. So that way, when you come back, you're not overly defensive because anytime that you have to put up a defense, that means you're being attacked. And anytime you're being attacked, you're always looking for an opportunity to counter attack. And that's not what we want to do whenever we're communicating in challenging situations. Uh, we want to use yes and situations or statements, I should say, but that's a whole nother episode. I'm going to stay focused on the patient uh, and specifically understanding the need for space and time with your wife. Once you've given your wife the space and time she needed, you come back, you guys communicate it, you should be able to move forward. Now, there are some, I guess, precursors, if you will that you got to kind of put to put into practice. And this is cultivating patience and self-care. You, you got to do this. All right. Now we're going to talk about the uh, patience aspect, but I want to talk about self-care because this isn't like that touchy filly woo woo. Uh, you got to give yourself positive affirmations and things of that sort. There's a place for that. But when I'm talking about self-care, I'm talking about your own improvement for your mental health. There are a lot of situations where you may feel like your wife isn't hearing you, your marriage is going down the drain, and you start to do what's called a downward spiral, all right? And you unravel and you just go, woe is me. I hate my life. I hate my marriage. Why can't I have a marriage as good as pick a person? Things of that sort. And that is not healthy because you start to see your wife as a problem. And remember, the very first thing that we're doing is acknowledging that our wife is unique. So in these moments, whenever there's space and time, one of the other things you should be thinking is what are the benefits of my marriage? What is the positive aspect of my marriage? How am I pouring into my marriage? How can we continue to grow as a couple? Things of that sort. Because if you think about all of the negative stuff, negative things have a way in our minds to just multiply and it outshines many times the positive things. And then when you return for that conversation a day or two days later or whatever it is, you have such a negative perspective 
that it causes more friction and then that leads to more space and time and then that causes uh, a larger void between you and your wife. So the self-care aspect is extremely important here. You have to start thinking positively, can't speak, you got to start thinking positively about your marriage in these space and time opportunities that you have. Because if your wife is asking for space and time, guess what? You're getting it too. Regardless of if you want it or not, you're getting it too. So use it wisely. Now, let's talk about cultivating patience a little bit. What you want to do is take a moment to reflect on your own patient level in anything. All right. That's what we want to do. How patient am I with XYZ? I'm going to use road rage as an example. Because I think for anyone who has a license, at some point, you have probably been frustrated with other drivers on the road. And (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking of a, a time when I was frustrated on the road and there was this lady. Anyway, I won't go into that. The point is, think about your own patience level and what triggers you to get upset And backwards or think about that and say, okay, what was the threshold that made me from happy or content to I'm upset? And how can you move that threshold a little bit further out? Now, when I say I use road rage, sometimes, and people do this to me often, the light turns green. And two seconds, if you don't start moving your car after two seconds, someone's hunking your hunking their horn at you. And, you know, as much as I hate to say it, I may or may not have in the past uh, given some sign language uh, to individuals that have done that to me where I'm at the, you know, the first car in the intersection or whatever. And uh, the light turns green literally two seconds for whatever reason. I may be doing something and, you know, I just need a a second. They start hunking their horn like I'm some jerk on the road. And for those of you listening, you're probably like, yeah, I do that. Well, ask yourself the question, what is it that turns you into an aggressive driver in two seconds? Like, is that really the threshold of patience that you have? Because if that's the case... It may be an indicator that your patient levels are way too low and you really need to work on some self-improvement for your patients so that way you can be a more productive husband in your marriage. Because here's the deal, whatever your lowest patience opportunity or area is, is really the baseline for your patience in your marriage. So if you can't wait for two seconds at a light for a car to move without honking your horn and being like belligerently upset, you're likely not going to be able to have the patience for your wife when she overspends and it causes some issues with your finances, which those are two extreme differences. But the deal is if you can't practice the patience in one place, what makes you think that you're going to have the patience in the other. 
it's important that you really reflect on what level of patience you have because it's going to have an impact on your relationship. It's going to have an impact on your personality. It's going to have an impact on your character, but it's also going to have an impact on the people who want to hang out with you. Very few people want to hang out with someone who is not being patient. So just keep that in mind. Now we're going to move to the third key point, talking point, whatever you want to call it, which is strengthening the bond through your patience. So we've already talked about understanding the need for the space and time. We talked about cultivating the patience and your own self-care, the importance of those two. Now let's talk about the benefits because this is the piece that I think Everyone who clicked on this episode or tapped on it, whatever you did, this is what you're looking for is how do I strengthen my marriage through patience? Patience is probably one of the most powerful things that you can use to strengthen your marriage. And I say probably because they're depending on your marriage. There could be a lot of different things, but patience is almost like the backbone. They say it's a virtue. I think that it should just be a staple in your character and you should always look for opportunities to exercise patience. See, when you have patience, it allows you to grow individually and it builds trust and resilience in the process. Man, let me tell you, if you have not heard any of my episodes about building trust and the significance of that, it is all centered around patience, the importance of having trust in your marriage. Like if you don't trust your wife, just think about it. If you don't trust your wife, you're on edge and you probably are not very fulfilled in your marriage because you're always wondering like, okay, is she doing something that she has no business doing? And that can really weigh on you. So having patience, it builds that trust. So this is, that's one of the, the biggest pieces right there. When you have patience with your wife, you're building trust. And the example of overspending money, if your wife knows that you're patient with her, she'll likely come and tell you like, Hey, I overspent knowing that you're not going to flip out on her and you're going to be reasonable and have a discussion with her. Not saying that, you know, you condone her overspending, especially if you guys are on a budget and she breaks the budget. But if she can trust that she can come to you, think about the resilience that you get in that situation where you ex you experience a setback, which your wife overspending, she trusts you enough to tell you. So that means you're not going to like yell at her and bite her head off or be crazy and then you guys get to come together to figure out a solution. So instead of going into that whole, I need space and time, you're saying, okay, let's come together and figure this out. Like if you don't understand how that is strengthening your marriage, and it's not like this catastrophic, huge momentum shift, right? Patience is one of those things that as you build it with your wife, it's going to genuinely build a firm foundation in the trust and confidence that you need in your marriage for it to thrive and to succeed. 
But see, if you don't have patience, your wife probably would not come and tell you that she overspent. You'll figure out that she overspent when you're balancing your checkbook or whatever you do to make sure that your finances are in line. And then you'll probably flip out then and your wife will probably give you the line of, see, I knew you would act like this. This is why I didn't tell you. And then you're going to feel like your wife can't trust you or feel confident in telling you things. And now that causes a downward spiral. You see what you, you see how that happens? And I may have played that out a little bit more drastically than it could. But the reality is that is the life that people are living. So. It's important that you start working on your patience because it's going to build that bond. Now, the title of this episode is The Art of Waiting, How to Be Patient. And this is truly an art form. If you do not take the time to practice this art form, to learn it, to build it, your marriage could truly suffer because no one wants to deal with an impatient person. So take the time now to really build your marriage in a way that's meaningful, that's going to bring uh, rejoicement. I don't know if that's the right word, but your wife is excited to see you. She's excited to talk with you. You're excited to see your wife and you're excited to talk with your wife. Build that with patience because we're in our marriage for the long haul. And there's so many people that are just trying to live the fast lane of marriage which is very disappointing. It's unfulfilling. And I don't believe that the listeners of this podcast are really looking to do something like that. I think your guys's goal is to have a long and fulfilled marriage. And that's what I'm trying to encourage you with. It all starts with patience, because if you don't have the patience to build your marriage, if you don't have the patience to love your wife, if you don't have the patience to overcome the challenges with your wife, if you don't have the patience to work on yourself daily, then your marriage is going to struggle. It just, it just is. So patience is a art form. And there's some artists that use advanced techniques and there's some artists that use very simple techniques. The cool thing about it is you get to choose which one you want to use. So I'm going to leave this episode right there. If you enjoyed the episode, what I ask is that you subscribe, you rate and you leave a review, whatever the platform that you're listening on allows you to do. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, this episode, then please Share this episode with a friend or whomever you think would benefit from it. If you have any questions about the topics, you can check the show notes or the description. You can send me an email. I do check my email and I do get back to people who reach out to me. And I really do want to help as much as I can. If there's a topic that you would like some feedback on or you would like me to cover, then send me an email. Let me know like, hey, I would really like to hear about and then fill in the blank. And if it's something that I believe I can deliver an episode on, then I absolutely will. But until the next time, I want you to find a way to love your wife every day.